You're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. But have you checked out the YouTube channel yet? Man, go to Live F Cubed. That's the F Cubed website, Live F Cubed. And in the upper right-hand corner, you can find a link right to the YouTube channel. I don't have enough clout. I don't have enough prestige yet to have you know my own YouTube URL that is recognizable. It's just a bunch of letters and consonants that nobody's going to remember. I don't even know it myself, so I'm certainly not going to give you that. But go to LiveFCubed, click on the YouTube link, check out the videos, subscribe. Got a lot of stuff coming out in video form, so definitely give that a look. Hello. Hey, Angelo. What's up, buddy? How you doing, brother? How are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Good, good, man. Just uh, living life, bro. <laughs> that, that's it, man. Well, hey, man. Thanks for being. Uh, thanks for being part of the FQ podcast, man. I appreciate you very much. Oh, I appreciate you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, man. So we, uh, so we actually just met, and you know, we kind of got to yep. talking about you know, the different things that, that we had in common and just talking about fitness, talking about faith, and, right, you know, right, kind of all that stuff. And, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, Angelo's got a super interesting story for how he kind of got into fitness. And so <laughs> I kind of wanted to talk about how you got into fitness, how I got into fitness. But before we even do that, man, why don't you take a minute? Because, you know, some of my listeners might not know who you are. So why don't you take a minute and just kind of tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. Yeah, this is the part where I'm always like, oh, man, I don't know. Should I say this? Should I say that? I don't want to seem to this. You know what I mean, um, but long story short, James and I met through Instagram because I uh, I had Modern Nutrition, which is the supplement brand that I do online. And I started off with Instagram kind of growing that just Modern Nutrition, a lot of fitness, uh, a lot of uh, nutrition type stuff. Um, you know, just supplements in general, because that's something that I always used growing up, you know, as um, I, I didn't really take fitness as seriously until I became like, until I was about 18 or 19. And then my, my friend and I were just trying to, you know, put on some muscle and, you know, attract some girls. I'm not even going to lie, brother. I'm not even going to lie, brother. <laughs> I'm not, I, I hope my wife does. She, she, my wife's going to be shaking her head when she hears this later. She's going to be like, oh, my God, you said that. <laughs> hey, man, Autumn shakes her head at 95% of what I say, so don't worry, man. You're good. Oh, I love it. I love it. There you go, man. I'm not alone then. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, that was basically how we started. We started going to the gym, putting on some muscle, working out. I mean, before that, I grew up playing basketball, football, a whole bunch of different sports, um, martial arts. I've always been a huge fan of martial arts, all kinds of different forms um boxing krav maga uh wrestling jiu-jitsu just kind of just kind of being well-rounded i like to know um a lot of different things rather than just mastering one thing okay you know what i mean um kind of like a jack of all trades but now i'm trying to hone that down and start you know mastering more and stop trying to do everything um so yeah, so that was Modern Nutrition, and now I do have my own personal page, and that's kind of how you and I have been kind of keeping in touch. Yeah, man. Uh, to, yeah, and, and and I love it, man. I love what you post. Every time I, I see your post, I read through it, I watch it. I'm like, I, I'm always learning something new. So 
by no means am I saying like, I know everything about fitness or nutrition or anything like that. I know what's worked for me. I know what I've done and you know, it's gotten me results and I'm, I'm doing my best to help people do the same. That's it, man. But Hey man, I gotta be, I'm a little disappointed because I, I brought you on this podcast because I thought you had all the answers, bro. Like you kind of <laughs> let me down a little bit, man. Yeah, you know what? You know, I don't. I don't, like, think, I don't think this interview is going to be enough. I think Angelo does, and he can give it to my listeners. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think this is going to be a shorter interview than we both thought. Then, <laughs> hey, man, people today, 2018, the attention span is really short, so we got. I know. Point, bro. So that'll work. I know. Well. I know. We oh, got to keep man, these people so awake, important. man. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> that, that's good, man. So, dude, that that's so interesting, man, because like my. Mm-hmm my goals with fitness are actually quite different from what you just, Mm. what you just shared. And I'll kind of get into that when I talk about kind of what got me started, but now I'm super curious, man. So why don't you kind of share a little bit about, you know, like how you got started? Like you kind of started to get into it a little bit there. Mm -hmm, Why don't you mm -hmm. kind of expand on that and, you know, kind of talk about how fitness became just a huge part of your life. Yeah. So, um, I've, like I said, I've always grown up with fitness. My family's very, I come from an athletic family. We did all types of sports. My dad was a basketball player. He was, you know, I mean, Filipinos were not very tall, so, but we're fast <laughs> as hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's always been, that's always been my advantage. And that's always been what I capitalized on. So that speed always translated well into different sports. So that, like I said, I grew up playing sports and then, um, I actually tore my right meniscus when I was uh, 20. Yeah, when I was 20, I tore my right meniscus um, playing basketball. Uh, I went in for a layup. Uh, the, 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 the opponent and I landed at the same time. He landed on my foot. Ooh. Yeah, and then so I was trying to get my foot out as I was like falling and it just my knee kind of just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, might want to blurb yeah. that part out because I know some people are going to be like, oh, my God, why do you say that? It's gross. Yeah, sure. But tore my knee, and, you know, being a young kid, I was like, I didn't believe I tore anything. I was like, just, I, like, I was afraid to get surgery. I didn't really want to go that route, so I didn't tell anyone about it. And, <laughs> yeah, it was a rough time, man. Like, my knee would be given out, and I'm like, oh, it's fine. It does it all the time. <laughs> so then, <laughs> so then, um, um, I, at the time I was cutting hair and I was tinting windows in my, in my, uh, in my parents' basement. So I would cut hair and in between appointments, I would tint windows in the garage. Nice, so, man. That's like, that's some straight gangster stuff right there. That's, that's the hustle, you brother. You yourself know. a little window tinting business <laughs> on the side. I like that. That's good. You had, you had to, man, because at an early age, you know, I'm, this is kind of going away from the question, but at an early age, I understood the value. I, I understood my value. I should say, you know, I started working jobs for like $7 an hour and I'm like, cool, I'm making money. Oh, but yeah. then I'm like, yeah. seven, am I, I mean, am I really, I think I'm worth a little bit more than that. So then like, that's kind of how the whole, you know, entrepreneur mindset kind of started. I'm like, dude, I wake, I make way more money cutting hair on my own time. I'm like, I felt like a badass at like 18, 19 years old, you know? <laughs> so dude, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. Um, so I tore my knee uh, and, you know, it didn't really affect me too much when I was cutting hair because I was just standing and stuff. I had the bending and stuff, not too, too, not too bad. But I met my wife, Carlene, and, you know, I wanted to give her more. I wanted to provide more for her. And um, now, how long have you guys been married? 
We have been married. It'll be three years in December of this year. Nice. We have been together for eight years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she's been with me through all my injuries. She's with me when I was broke and all I was, all I was doing was spending my own money, cutting hair. And, you know what I mean? Just yeah, that lifestyle. Yeah. Um, you know, long story short, I wanted to provide for her. So I needed to do something more in my life. And my family is really big in the military and law enforcement. And you know, that was the route I was going to go to until I tore my knee. And that just, you know, that took that offer off the table. But I was like, I still wanted to be in that warrior mindset. You know, yeah. I, I love hearing the stories from my dad, my uncle. And uh, it was always awesome. Like these badasses are sharing like their crazy stories that they went through. And I'm like, I want to be like that. Well, yeah, and, you grew up with that. You grew up with that martial arts interest and, and the experience and whatnot that you wanted yeah. to be. You kind of wanted to be a part of that. Yeah, totally. I mean, who wouldn't, you know, when you, That's when right. That's right. your family is doing something, you know, whether you, you understand if you really like it or not, you kind of want to, you know, you don't want to be left out. You know what I mean? You kind of want to uh, be part of it. So um, I'm, I'm trying to like not go too far off of the question, but no, it's just, man. dude, I love it. Hey man. Hey man. The F cubes <laughs> podcast, it's fitness, finance, faith, but it's a whole bunch of other stuff, man. So don't, you it is. don't you worry about the tangents, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I don't even know what you're gonna call this episode. Is it gonna be called like a uh, tangent or something? <laughs> I got. I have no idea, man. But we'll find something. Exactly. Um. So yeah. So I was like, I needed to provide for her, right? You know, I I can't keep doing this barbering thing because I just felt like I wanted more. I wanted more. Nothing wrong with it, but I just wanted more, right? Right. So I was like, I'm gonna go into law enforcement. I can't do the military, so I'm gonna go into law enforcement. So. The doctor actually told me after I got, so when I was, when I was 21, I got my surgery um, and the doctor said, because I had waited so long and I'm not like an expert or any of this, right. At any of this, that because I had waited so long to get treatment, to do my surgery and all that stuff, there's a good chance I'm not going to be able to sprint anymore. And I was like, I mean, I didn't know. I was like, Oh damn, that sucks. But you know, for me, I didn't want to accept that. So we'll fast forward. Um, 22, I get accepted into the San Jose Police Academy, San okay. Jose, California. So I I was like, uh, I got to put my big boy pants on and go out and do <laughs> real work. You know what That's I mean? Right, man. I, mean, I, mean tra- I mean, training day is about to be a real thing for you now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm 22 years old. It's only been like not even a year past my surgery. I'm doing like this physical stuff. And I'm like, dude, this is crazy. Like, I'm not even supposed to be doing this. But you know what? That was that's what really built up my mindset. Like, look, doctor said I wasn't gonna be able to sprint. I'm over here jumping over walls, doing all this crazy body drags and crazy shit. I'm like, this is awesome. You know, so it, that was kind of like the the part where I'm like, all right, let's everything is in my mind. I can create this. I can create what I want to create, right? There are no limitations. So um, I'm doing that and I move out to California. My wife comes with me and, you know, I'm, I'm doing my law enforcement career, career. I'm this young guy, big department, learning a whole bunch of cool stuff. And eventually um, I get this. Op- I get an opportunity to try out for the SWAT team, which was my goal. I was nice. like, yeah. you know, I was like, the SWAT team is the badasses of badasses. You know, like these yeah. guys are highly trained. I mean, 
if at the bare minimum, at the bare minimum, they could have just made me like tall boy, you know, and I would have just loved the uniform, to be honest, <laughs> you know, all the cool SWAT gear, everyone dresses up in Halloween to be, and this is me, this is, I get to live that. So I was like, this, I was super excited. And, you know, I trained my butt off, man, like after we worked, you know, 12 and a half hour shifts minimum, right? And um, I would CrossFit in the morning and then, or uh, I would CrossFit one morning and then go to work. And then the next morning, my buddy and I would go shoot at the range. So it was like this for months and months and months. We were just training. And, you know, I was really young and a lot of people were kind of telling me that, dude, you're too young. Why are you trying out? You know, you have no place there, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, I, I understood. I mean, I'm, I'm the young guy. I guess I, I could see why they would say I have no place. I have no right, right to try. Right? right. I haven't earned my stripes yet. You know, I'm, Hey, that's cool. I get it. But you know what? Like in life, if you want something, you got to go out there and get it. Who am I going to blame other people? If I don't get what I want in life, you know, like what, what kind of attitude is that? If, if I'm, I'm, I'm here pointing fingers is I'm not successful because this guy, because this guy, because you told me I couldn't, you know, that's, that's kind of, yep. BS, you know what I mean? It's bullshit. Right. So, um, I'm training and the day comes before the, uh, the, the, the night of the SWAT test comes the night before the SWAT test comes. And I'm a very cool, chill person when it comes to big events, especially serious events, because I'm always prepared. I know in my mind that if I prepare, if I do the homework before the event or before the task, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be ready. That's what kind of gives me that confidence. So the next morning, I woke up to my alarm perfectly, um, perfectly to the time that I set it to. I had my breakfast. I already knew I had my clothes planned out. I had my schedule planned out. I had my bags. I'm ready to go. And for some reason, man, um, I was nervous. And this was, oh, wow. this was, yeah. And this was the part, like, I don't, to be, I'm going to be honest. I don't even remember what question you asked me anymore. I'm just kind of telling you the story. No, I mean, well, well, this is it. Cause I mean, I know this story, right? Like we've already shared this, but I wanted you to share this with everybody else. I mean, just kind of how you got into fitness and this is a, this is an important part of the puzzle, and this is what I think is so interesting. So, so go ahead. Yeah, so um, I get nervous, and I don't know why I'm nervous. I'm just like, oh, like I'm, I'm, I have my bags. I have my gear. And I'm at the door. I'm literally at my, my hand on the doorknob, and I'm leaving the door, but I'm like, this is something wrong. I don't understand. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something that I haven't done in a long time. And this is a true story, man. This is like, as I'm telling the story, I'm like reliving it and I'm getting chills as, <laughs> as I'm kind of going through everything again. And so I put my bags down, um, I close the door pocket, and I do something that I hadn't done for a long time. I went on, I got on my knees, I got on the couch and I just prayed. Right. And it's something that I hadn't done, like I said, in forever. And when I prayed, um, I was just, it, it was a weird feeling because I hadn't done it in so long. It felt very like, um, what's the word, disingenuine or whatever. Yeah, um, sure. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, sure. But, it, it, probably, but, it probably felt kind of uh, kind of empty. Yeah, it was an empty, yeah. that's a great way to put it. It was more like an empty prayer. And I was just saying it to almost like insurance. You know what I mean? Like, in yeah. case I don't get it. But I'm pretty sure I will because I worked my ass off. Even though everyone thinks I'm not going to get it or whatever, I, I'm pretty sure I will because I worked really, really hard, right? And it was just like extra insurance 
or I guess that's the best way to put it. It was just extra insurance for the event coming up. And the very last words I said, and I said this, dude, it's it's crazy. I said, your will be done. Whatever that's happens. It, that's it, brother. That's it right there. You know, and then in the back. Chill, I'm that, getting chills right now, man, because that that's that's the answer. Right? Yeah. There. Yeah, and I don't know why I said that. I mean, I know why I said that, but I mean, it just it just came out. I wasn't planning it, right? And I said, "Your will be done. Whatever happens from this, it's up to you." But then, you know, like I'm kind of like smirking, like hey, I'm gonna get it, <laughs> you know, like whatever. Um. So then I go to the test, and uh, I get through my first lap, and I'm I'm actually doing really great on time, and I feel great. I felt light. I felt strong. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. I'm amped. So I go and I'm ready to uh, jump over the wall. And granted, it was like, I don't remember, maybe like seven, six, seven in the morning. I don't really remember. But the grass was wet. It was dewy. So I went to go power up and jump up. Like I said, I'm short, so I got to get over that, that wall. Yeah, right. I went to go power and, up. And, ju- and just so all the listeners know, because I'm 5'7", Angel. How short are you again? I'm five four. Yeah, buddy. I'm not. I'm not taller than too many people, so I had to make sure. So carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it is how it is. You know what I mean? Like, I, oh, that's it, man. I can't complain. You know. <laughs> so, uh, so I I go and power up, and uh, instead of going up, I go straight, and I bang my left knee into the wall, into the solid wood wall. Yeah. And what happened was it launched my kneecap into my groin and it like unaligned my hips and I got a herniated back from that. And I tore a whole bunch of other muscles and ligament or whatever. And it was just like one of the most painful things that, that have ever happened. And I just remember falling down and just like, you know, like the, like the uh, SWAT team captains were all around watching and I'm over there, like just cussing out of my mind and just pulling out grass and yelling. I'm like, ah, you know, making this big old yeah. thing. And, you know, so they they uh, they take off the gear, they take off the vest, they send me to the hospital. And I remember sitting there um, in the emergency room and like the meds were starting to, sh- to wear off. So I don't know if anyone's felt that kind of pain when you start to shake, where your body, you feel cold and your body starts to shake, you know, and I'm like, damn, like this, I'm at that point, you know. And um, I remember looking up while I was laying on the hospital bed and just looking at God. And I was like, God, what the hell was that? You know, this was the only, I I thought of a bunch of different outcomes. I've played them all in my head. This was the only one that I didn't see coming. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember just looking at him and just like cursing at God, like, why did you do this to me? You know how hard I worked for this. You know how 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 much I sacrificed for this. The birthdays, the the family parties, whatever. Like, I missed all that so I can train and be here. And you took it away from me like that, right? So I was pissed. And literally after I said that, I remembered in my mind the prayer I had said that morning. And that when I said, your will be done, whatever yeah. happens, I'm going to accept it. And I literally just, like, I shut up for a second. And I was like, damn, I did say that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it, that was kind of the beginning uh, of the end of my law enforcement career. You know, they sent me to all the the best doctors in the Bay Area. You know, I was doing, like, awesome, awesome treatment. I was 
doing my physical therapy next to UFC fighters and stuff. I was like, dude, this is sweet. They're probably looking at me like, who's this little Asian guy over here? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and they did their best to put me together. And my goal was always to just come back to the PD and continue that warrior mentality, that warrior title. But it just wasn't in the cards for me. And, um, you know, that that losing my identity is one of the things that the biggest elements to my to my to my story not just my fitness but my overall my Angelo Lilac story um when I lost that identity as a police officer as a warrior dude I I became depressed I gained a ton of weight I was hooked on my uh on my on my uh, painkillers um what else i mean i was in a very very dark place yeah and on top of that um so that was march 2015 right when i got my injury in july 2015 i got a call from my partner and he told me that my mentor our mentor uh, sergeant lunger he was shot and killed on the street and you know it was It, it, I think that's one of the things that just threw me deeper into that darkness. Yeah. You know, because um, it made me question so many things. Life, why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to him? He didn't deserve that. Because Sergeant Lunger would take me out when, you know, when we had time on the less busy nights, we would, he would take me out and have coffee and him and I would talk. And he would just school me on things just bigger than law enforcement. You know, and he would tell me about the things he would be saving up for, for his daughters. And all of a sudden like that, he didn't get to experience any of that because of this guy who made this decision to shoot him. Right. Um, I mean, he was just he was your guy, man. I mean, he was your guy. He was your mentor. And now, I mean, everything just got everything just got too real, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, and it's a. Uh, like you said, it, it became more real. It became that much more real. So I'm trying to recover. I'm trying to get myself back on the street. And then this happens, right? And I think that's when I just started breaking down everywhere in my life. I got to the point where I had gained so much weight and I couldn't tie my shoes. True story, brother. I could not tie my shoes. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. My, my wife had to tie my shoes for me. Um. The pictures that we had at the time, people are like, oh, I don't believe you. I'm like, oh, you don't have to believe me. I know what I went through. My family knows what I went through, so it's okay. They're like, let me see some pictures. I'm like, I I, I have a few that I could try to look for, but for the most part, I avoided every picture. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want Yeah, it's not, it's not a time in your life that you want to remember. Like, I, I respect that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. And, and that's, that's kind of where my mindset was at. So going back to the question of how I got into fitness, well, well that was a big reason why. Well, I lost my identity. Um, I was in so much pain, so much heartache. My mind, my spirit, my body, everything was just messed up. And it got to a point where I was literally thinking about taking my own life because I didn't know what what purpose I had anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it was like a 
that that's when God just spoke to me the most. I felt. I mean, I, I knew He was always trying to speak to me, but that's when I think I listened the most because I just felt like I had no more options. So I went to church. Something. <laughs> I went to church. My wife couldn't go because she had work. So I just went there. I'm on, I'm on my crutches. I go to church. And I don't know. Are you familiar with the book of, um, I forgot how to say it. It's like Habakkuk or something like that. The book of what? It's like Habakkuk or something like that. Oh, Habakkuk? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Perfect. Habakkuk. Yeah, yeah. There Habakkuk. you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I mean, that, I don't know it as well as I know some some other scripture but i'm i'm vaguely familiar with the story yeah right so actually like when i went there when i went to church he was like um you were going to be talking about uh, we're going to be um talking from the book of habakkuk right and i was like i've never even heard of that name i've never heard of that this is this should be interesting and long story short the book was the, the the sermon was about how how like Habakkuk was asking God, how do you let all this negativity, all this pain, all this suffering, all this dark energy around us, how do you let that be? Why do you let these things happen? Why do you let murders, why do you let all these things happen? You know, and he was just questioning God. And literally, it just, it like sung my story. That was what I was asking God. How did you let this, how did you let this happen? And at that moment, I that's when I remember that man, God still loves me. That's right, brother. You know, that's right. Even though I had turned away from him, even though I had stopped going to church and I did my own thing, God reminded me that he loves me. And um I was like, I need I need to I need to change things. I can't live like this. I can't be in this mindset. I have a wife. She can't I don't wanna want to do anything stupid that's going to hurt her or anybody else you know so i got back into working out it was one of the hardest things ever man because oh sure yeah I, oh yeah i could not bench because it, just the bar when i would go down like my, yeah. i would have back spasms so i was like damn all right i can't do the old things i used to do so crossfit that's real dude that's that's real life dude. Like, <laughs> I'm, really glad, I'm really glad you know i'm glad you shared that because you know there's so many people like so many people that are just trying to get in shape for the first time, like it's hard, man. Oh, yeah. Like it's really, really hard and yeah. it can be really frustrating. And so oh, it's man. cool that you were very open that that's exactly what you experienced. Yeah. And, and it, it's something that I never experienced before. Cause like I was always like an athlete, I was always active. So I was like, oh, this should be, you know, I should just, you know, be able to jump right in. It's like riding a bike, you know, but it totally different. Like I couldn't even do the bar. I would ha- I was having back spasms. I mean, I would open my fridge and all of a sudden I would have back spasms. I would be driving and have back spasms. And it was just my lifestyle had changed. So, you know, I was like, I can either, you know, give up and keep doing what I'm doing and just live with the consequences and, you know, be that victim in the situation, in the story, be have that victim mentality. Or I can be the warrior I was trained to be, be the be the abundant person that God made us to be, right? And, and I was like, I, I choose life. I choose abundance. I choose God, right? So I was like, okay, we'll just adjust. I can't do that, but you know what? I can do some push-ups, you know? Yep. 
I can do some push-ups. I'll, I'll start with doing that. And I just push up after push up after push up. I mean, I couldn't do air squats. So I was just doing calf raises. You know what I mean? I know it's like a totally different. Yep, yep. But I, I got to get, I got to get some movement in that area somehow. Uh, you know, I did some leg raises, like no weight, maybe like five pounds to try to get, you know, my, my quads fired up. Um, and I did everything I possibly could do that was bearable pain wise, you know, and eventually uh, I got to the point where I could start moving again. And I'm, I'm actually supposed to be using the cane because of my injury, but I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm 28. I'm not going to be using the cane. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's, that was kind of the beginning of my comeback story. And, 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 I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm not gonna say like everything was fixed from there on. My, from then on, my mind was because my mind was still going back and forth. You know, I was still I still had a lot of demons I was battling internally. Um, but as I as I continued to ground myself in my identity in Christ, and and, and here, if I can rewind a little bit, that I think that was my biggest lesson. One of my biggest lessons, I should say, because I had grounded myself. I had formed my identity in the warrior mentality, in my warrior identity, that when they took that away, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I was meant to be anymore. Yep. You know, and that was the, that's what I learned later on was because I grew, because I formed my identity around being a warrior. What happens when they take that away? You don't know who you are. But when I started my identity around God as God's son, no one can take that away. Oh, my gosh, man. I mean, that's just that that's that's the punchline right there, man. That's the whole <laughs> that's the whole kit and caboodle, dude, right there, because, man, you're, you're oh, my gosh, when, when, when you're when your identity is in Christ and his perfection and his righteousness no one can ever take that away from you. So now you can be free to be the best warrior that you can be because you know exactly. that at the end of the day, that does not define you. Exactly. And that is, that, I mean, that's why I wanted to have you on this podcast, man, because that, you know, you, you shared that story with me recently and I was like, that is just an incredible story. I mean, the, the intersection of fitness and faith is incredible. The, how you overcame adversity is absolutely amazing. I mean, we all face adversity in our lives. Every single person does. Right. But, but sadly, so many people kind of, they surrender to the adversity and they don't, they, they can't see their way through it. Mm. And so everybody loves a story of somebody overcoming adversity. And I just, I love yours, man. Like that's just a, oh, that's you, an incredible story of of kind of you know hitting rock bottom and then just slowly but surely with that rebuilt identity just climbing your way out of it man oh yeah i i appreciate that brother and and that's what it was you know for the longest time i felt like i was trying to take one step forward and three steps back but really the i was doing it all wrong because I was still trying to be that warrior that took one step forward, but three steps back. I'm still going to grind one step forward, three steps back. Oh, I can make it. I'm still good. One step forward, three steps back. And eventually, you are way further behind than when you even started. 
you're like digging it deeper because I was so hard headed and I didn't want to accept the fact that this is not the route I'm supposed to be on. But when I grounded myself in God and I, and I made my life around him for him to serve his purpose. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, I'm doing business. I'm doing all these different things, but at the end, at the core of it all to God, be the glory. That's it, brother. You know, That's it, and, brother. Amen. I mean, that, yeah. man, that, that, that is it right there. And that is just, wow, man. That's just, that's an incredible story. Just an absolutely incredible story. Thank you, bro. So, Thank you. I mean, yeah. Sometimes like, you know, when, when I tell people, it's like, I, I just like shake my head. I'm like, dang, I did all that. Like that happened. You know what I mean? Like I, it just so many things about perspective, you know, I, I learned because, you know, when I was, when I was a cop, we would, you know, meth was a very, very huge issue in the Bay area. So we would always, you know, um, take these guys to jail and they was, they would be like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm having withdrawals and they're kind of going crazy. And I'm like, dude, that's, that's not, you're, 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 you're just weak. You have a weak mindset, you know, you're weak, whatever. And then when I, when I got on like, you know, the, my pain meds and I started feeling like I needed them just to feel normal. And then when I went off of it, I was like, Holy crap. Like I was getting the cold chills. I was yep. like nauseated. I'm like, damn. And, and it just reminded me, like, man, I used to judge these people. I know. You know? Now, now you can relate. Now yeah. you can relate. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just taught me a lot about life. You know, I mean, not just with Sergeant Lunger, but I just. Uh, it. At the end of the day. God loves us, whether we. Whether we acknowledge him or not, whether we believe in him or not, he still has that hope that we're going to come back to him. And like knowing that and really understanding that and coming full circle with that, with that fact. How can you not get excited about life? Man, that, 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 that'll preach brother. That right there will preach. (laughs) Oh man. That, that triggered, that triggers two, two immediate thoughts in my mind about this, just this, this, this fitness and faith overlap that kind of, you know, governs your story. Number one is, you know, remember that when we literally, literally rejected Jesus to his face, he loved us. Mm. When, when we spit on him and hurled rocks at him and insulted him, he didn't say a word. He did not retaliate. And he just, he just, he died for every single one of us. Mm. So that's the first thing that pops into my head. I mean, as far as, you know, how you are very open about the fact that, you know, you kind of, you kind of went your own way for a while, but God was, God was always there. Mm-hmm. And the second thing, and this is what I always like to do in my own life is I'm like, all right, well, l- let's, let's play this thing out to the end. Right. Like, let's say that you hadn't been injured, you know, uh, and, and you did join the SWAT team and, and your knee was perfectly healthy and your identity continued to be wrapped up in that warrior mentality, you know, you questioned why, you know, God would allow that to happen to you, and rightfully so in the moment. But mm-hmm. now when you look back, you probably start to realize that it was all mapped out all along, and it drew you right to him. Mm-hmm. It drew you right to him, brother. That's exactly how it, that's exactly how it is. You know, just like how you said it, if I continued on my path, 
who knows what could have happened to me? You know, who knows what, where I would be now. And at the time, I mean, I'll admit that you know, my marriage, Carlene and I were having, it was, it was, it was a rough time for us. I mean, I'm over here kind of like sulking and being depressed. I'm losing my career identity, all that stuff. And, you know, she's still my wife through everything. And I still have to be able to provide for her and meet her needs. And I'm over here like, no, forget that. I have my own needs. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when I got injured and, you know, that was, that was before already leading up to the injury. And if I didn't get injured, I, I don't know. I, it's hard to say where would, where we would be now. You know, and, th and that's why I accept that, you know, God just, God just continues to use these situations for our good, for our greatness, for, to, to glorify him. And here's the thing, here, here, this is the thing that my mom always told us, you know, growing up in Chicago, we didn't have a whole lot. Like, I remember my dad bringing home soup from his work and that's what we would eat for like dinner and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I didn't understand what was going on, but. Yeah, I was like, oh, how come we're always eating the same thing? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know any better. Like, hey, can we get some variety up in here? Like, we had chicken noodle last night and the night before that. And then you gotta tell me to share? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Let me get a whole bowl. Yeah. Right, right. So, uh, oh man. Um, so, my even though we were in that situation, my mom always told us. She put it into our brain. You guys are blessed. So be a blessing to others. Almost every day. I'm pretty sure every day she told us that. And it was like, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I really understand. Because God doesn't bless you or me or anybody else just so that, hey, you're blessed here. Go, go live your life. Do what you want to do. Cool. Enjoy. Right? He blesses you so you can be a blessing to others. Man, you're dropping that. You're dropping that gospel truth on us, man. I, I, I couldn't possibly love it anymore, man. Oh, possibly love oh. it anymore. So, so, man, so straight up, dude. Like, so I, I love, so I love your story so much that I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna taint it with my story right now. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I, no. I, I, straight up, I want to leave this. I want to leave this intact. <laughs> but here, but here's what I want. Here's what I want, because you know, you talked about you know, how you kind of got started in fitness and how you weren't able to tie your shoes yeah. yet, you know, you found the motivation and the inspiration to get started. So, you know, mm. real practical sense, man, give, give the listeners out there, give, give the F cubed people out there, you know, one or two things. If they're just starting out on a brand new fitness program, man, what would you recommend that they focus on or they do above just about anything else? Give them, Give them like one or two main takeaways. Sure. I uh, Okay. Let me. <sighs> oh, coming from a guy who's done it. Like you, like you've been there. That's, that's why I love your story. And that's where it parallels mine in a lot of ways, but you've been on both sides of the fence. So you know what it's like, you know, to live that life where you're, you know, you're really out of shape. You're really overweight, but you want to be fit. You want to be healthy. And you've made it to the other side of the fence. So be real with everybody, man, and tell them, you know, what can they do to get going? So right, right when you said that, one of, the, one of my favorite quotes 
of all time was from uh, a guy that I consider one of my mentors. I, I listened to all his stuff, Ed Milet. He is, um, he's a chairman for WFG. And th- this is not like me, like endorsing any of that. Cause I'm not part of that, but I love, I love Ed Milet for who he is. He's a believer. He's also a fitness guy. Right. Okay. And, um, when you first said that question, I was kind of thinking like, okay, maybe should I give them like a type of workout tip, you know, or, you know, switch it up or, you know, confuse, uh, muscle confusion. Right. But I'm like, no, I, I'm, you know, me, I'm a deeper guy. I'm like, I'm gonna give it to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to, I want to yeah. get that deeper. I want to hit the core of things. Right. Give so me the strategy, man. Yeah. So, this is what Ed Milet said. I went to a conference and he said this on the conference and I'll never forget it. Still one of my favorite quotes of all time. He said, there is always the harvest whenever you're planting seeds. Now I'm going to say that one more time. There's always, there's always a harvest whenever you're planting seeds. You can take that in a workout sense. You can take that in a business sense. You can take that in a personal sense, whatever you're doing today you're planting seeds, whether that means you're getting up every day at 5 a.m., you're tracking your macros, you're working out, you're eating right, you're doing all that. You may not be seeing results, but you are planting seeds. So everyone who's listening, they need to understand that whatever you're doing today, you are planting seeds. And there will always, there will always be a harvest whenever you're planting seeds. Your I love that, brother. I love that, dude. dude. Oh, I got the chill, brother. Ooh, dude, I love that, man. Like I've never <laughs> thought about it that way, and I've thought about it in a lot of different ways, and I've never thought about it that way. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. Though, shout out to my man at my life, by the way. So. Yeah, man. <laughs> but th- that's 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 it. That's it. Bro. Like everyone is so caught up nowadays in getting the results, gaining muscle tomorrow, losing weight in a week or burning fat, whatever, like whatever result you're going for, understand that if you're taking the proper steps towards that, you may not see the result today, tomorrow, this month, maybe not even in the year, but there will always be a harvest whenever you're planting seeds. Man, brother, I love that. I love that. And that, dude, that's an incredible way to end this thing on a high note, dude. End this thing on the climax. Amen, bro. So, Amen. <laughs> dude, let everybody know, brother, before we let before we let them all go, Angelo. Because like sure. I said, man, a lot of people, you know, all my listeners, this may be the first time that they're, you know, hearing about you or learning about you. Yeah. How can they reach out to you, you know, if they want to? Sure. So, I mean, you know, like I said, our sub or my, my supplement brand is modernnutrition.com. You can go online. We're only, we're only sold online. We're not in GNC or vitamin shop or anything like that. We're really trying okay. to capitalize on that. So it's M O D three R N nutrition.com. So the E um, the E in modern is a three. So that's one way to reach me. Um, you guys can also find me on Instagram at Angelo Lilac, A-N-G-E-L-O-L-I-L-O-C. Um, so those are two things that I'm kind of doing. Um, you can go modernnutrition.com or, you know, you can visit my personal page is angelolilac.com. So, yeah. That's it, brother. Hey, man. Awesome stuff. Thanks for being on the FQ podcast. And I have no doubt, brother, that I'll be talking to you soon, man. I appreciate it, James. Thank you so much, man. I'm, I'm super, super happy we connected, and I'm just blessed to have you in my life and have you speaking into my life. Like I've told you before, um, I don't let a lot of people just come through in my mind and, and just speak into my life. So I'm 
I'm happy we made the connection. I'm I'm excited for what you're doing with your podcast, with your faith and fitness and everything like that. I love it. I'm a huge fan, and I'm I'm here for for you. And if you or anybody else in your community need anything, whether it's you know nutrition, supplements, whatever, or even branding, business, whatever, listen, brother, I'm here for you. So you have my number, um, and yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, brother, we'll talk soon, man. All Jesus, all the time, baby. Hey, you know it, brother. Have a good one, man. Thank All you for, right, thank you for the you, opportunity. No doubt. All right. Take care, brother. All right. All right. Bye. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, so much. If you wanted to take 10 seconds and hop on over to iTunes and leave me a rating, you can five-star it. You can one-star it, but you obviously should five-star it. Write me a review. Man, that would mean so much to me. I would be so appreciative. And uh, yeah, that's it. God bless you guys.